and welcome to the Accountability Coach Podcast, where we will discuss proven business success topics related to helping you make more money, work less, so you can enjoy even better work-life balance. This is Ann Backrack. Today, we're going to talk about setting client boundaries, four tips for handling demanding clients. The important thing to remember when handling demanding clients is to take sole responsibility for establishing and managing their expectations. Manage them effectively and everyone will remain on the same page and walk away very satisfied. Fail to manage them effectively and you will end up with some level of conflict, however minor or severe. Clients will follow your lead. They will be however demanding or easygoing as your client boundaries dictate, and it's best to establish those boundaries before the contract is signed. Tip number one to handle those demanding clients is to establish rules from the get-go. Establishing rules from the get-go is ideal and will help ensure a positive client relationship. Ideally, all projects should be secured with a firm contract that protects and supports you and your client before any money is exchanged or any work commences. This not only ensures everyone is on the same page from the very beginning of their relationship, it also helps reduce the chances of possible conflict at any time during the project. If you've been doing business without any client boundaries in place, it's best if you do not take on any additional clients until you establish a basic contract or service agreement. If you've never used contracts, approach it from this angle. What are you clear on delivering and not delivering? What problems or issues have you run into in the past? How could you design your contract or service agreement to avoid those problems and issues in the future? What are the expectations they can expect from you and you from them? You may also want to consider what you would like to do and how you would like to direct the outcome of future projects before you design the actual program. So for example, if you design a program that makes you miserable, it's going to be near impossible to create a positive experience for your clients. Now on the other hand, if you could design the program and direct the outcome should problems arise, how would you like to do that and how would it best be done? Be clear on what you are willing to do and not willing to do. If you're just starting out in business and you're new to a specific industry, it can be difficult to establish rules when you're not always sure what exactly will be required. You know, that's okay. In the beginning, you'll have to feel your way through it, client by client, until you gain complete clarity. The best advice would be, don't do anything in the beginning that you are not willing to continue throughout your client relationship and or for future clients, although sometimes that may be hard to know in the beginning. The internet has many resources that can be found to help you in many situations. Communication is very important to any successful relationship. Tell the truth succinctly and directly and in a way that's all about them. As an example, if you're not willing to work late hours or weekends, set your availability strictly to normal business hours, Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Thursday, whatever it is for you. If you prefer clients do not have access to your cell phone, set up a business line with a virtual receptionist or automated voicemail that you check two to three times a day. Tip number two, 
what to do when you change the rules mid-game. If you need to change the rules mid-game, just be flexible. Remember that expectations were set in motion from the onset, and changing them could lead to potential conflict. If you must change the rules mid-game, just get clear on these four things. What the client wants and expects, specifics of the agreement that must be adjusted, specifics of the agreement where you are flexible, and specific ways you can meet or exceed client expectations even with the contract adjustments. Clarify these terms as clearly as possible before you arrange a phone conversation with the client. If you are unclear about any terms, clarify them before discussing changing the rules. Remember, the biggest trigger to conflict is not properly managing meeting client expectations. If you know what the client ultimately desires and the changes that must occur, then you know how to craft your conversation to reach a mutual agreement. Tip number three, handling objections and conflict. If client objections arise mid-project, there are only three points to clarify and resolve conflict. The first one is, what does the client want or expect? Number two, what are you willing to do and not do? And number three, how can you meet or exceed client expectations while still honoring what you are willing and not willing to do? Arrange an in-person or phone conversation with the client to review details and reach mutual agreement and follow up with details in writing, you know, with an addendum that requires signatures of all parties involved. Don't get caught up in the drama of he said, she said, because it doesn't really matter who said what. It only matters that you honor your contractual agreement while meeting or exceeding your client's expectations. Don't take conflict personally. It's not usually a personal attack. It's usually just a symptom of a breakdown in communication and or a lack of detailed expectations. Use objections and conflicts as springboards to refine future agreements and contracts and better protect all parties and eliminate the possibility of future conflicts. Tip number four, consult an attorney. Not surprisingly, the best way to establishing and managing client boundaries is to consult a legal professional who can customize legal agreements for your specific business and industry. A well-crafted agreement will provide protection for you and your clients and establish a solid foundation of expectations that should they be misunderstood can be quickly and easily resolved. You don't need to have the attorney involved to create a new agreement with every new client per se. Having a basic agreement or several basic agreements based on your business and what you offer are typically plenty enough for you to use with any new client that you work with. Now, above all, keep in mind that your business will evolve as you do. So each new client relationship or project is an opportunity to clarify the desired ideal. To aid you in this process, complete an objective review of each client relationship or project upon completion by creating a simple, maybe it's a likes and dislikes list, outlining specific aspects you liked or disliked at various stages of the relationship or project. Consider having a debrief session after each project is completed to continue to enhance your process with clients. Set up standards or procedures that can be applied to future contracts and will minimize the dislikes while maximizing the likes. 
Well, my hope for our time together is you got value and an idea or two that will help you be even more successful professionally and personally. If you get value from these podcasts, please take a minute to leave me a short review. I'd love to hear from you and it would certainly be appreciated. Remember to aim for what you want each and every day. Until next time, make it a great day, today and every day. Thanks for listening. Let me remind you that this recording is protected by copyright law and unauthorized distribution and copying is prohibited.